Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. So, when I was a kid in the seventh or the eighth grade, I had an after-school job. It was a paper route, and the newspaper I delivered was the Oregon Journal. Does anyone remember the Oregon Journal? <laughs> it ceased production about 40 years ago. Does anyone know what a paper route is? <laughs> anyway, it was the afternoon paper, and I learned that the harder you work, the more you might be able to make. And the journal had incentives for us to sell a lot more papers. And one of those was a trip to Disneyland. And I worked for months selling subscriptions to the paper. And I earned the trip to Disneyland. Now my parents, they knew that I was trying to earn that trip, but they didn't figure that I'd be successful with it. Well, I was successful. And when that happened, they had the unpleasant task of telling me that I couldn't go as they weren't going to send an unaccompanied and unsupervised 13-year-old to Disneyland. And of course, they were, they were quite right not to send me because I was the sort of kid that would have turned that trip into a disaster. But at the time, and after they told me no, I was a little bit sullen and depressed for a few weeks until another opportunity appeared and I began to work on that. St. James's reading this morning kind of addresses my situation with that Disneyland trip that I didn't get to take. And today, St. James makes the distinction between what he calls wisdom from above and any other kind of so-called wisdom. Now, when St. James speaks of wisdom, he's really talking about what we today would understand as a worldview. And a worldview has to do with how we see truth, how we see goodness, how we see beauty, and how we see or perceive reality. And this is important to him because how we see the world has a huge impact on how we will act. Now think about the difference between what I as a 13-year-old kid perceived about a solo trip to Disneyland versus what my much older and wiser parents saw in it, and you'll be understanding what St. James is getting at. Now, <clears throat> one's worldview assists us in answering questions like, where do we come from? Why are we here? What is the meaning of life? And St. James says this, if we only answer these questions according to just an earthly vision, an earthly worldview, we're going to miss a lot. And we're not just going to miss the larger truth, we'll end up living a life that leads to earthly or selfish desires. He calls them selfish and jealous ambitions, but it's the same thing. And he's saying today that to view the world in purely earthly terms is something that is really contrary to the, church, to the truth because in order to really view the world properly, we have to seek the wisdom, the worldview that comes from above. It comes from our creator, God, who is rather very much like the parent to our 13-year-old selves. And James is telling us <clears throat> that, that that kind of thinking and looking at the world 
that bears real fruit and not the false fruit that leads to his list of selfishness, jealousy, disorder, and vile practices. And then he lists the real fruit, which is peace and gentleness, mercy, sincerity, and certainty. Given a choice, I'll take the real fruit. And then James says something very, very interesting. He says that if you do not have the wisdom of heaven, it's because you didn't ask for it. You get that? We have to ask God to share his wisdom with us. And if you do ask and you still don't receive it, it's because you've asked God for it with the wrong motivation. You ask God for the gift of wisdom in order to support your earthly desires. In other words, James is saying that sometimes even our prayer is rooted in the wrong worldview. And it's true. We often grow up having somehow learned to pray that God will give us all the earthly things or pleasures that we want, or to be spared from this, or to be exempt from that. And then we can tend to get upset or sullen or depressed when those requests aren't answered as we have requested and in the way that we expect them. He's telling us the prayer, in order for it to be good prayer, it has to come from the right place. And by that he means from a heavenly worldview. Just for a minute, think of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane where he asks the Father to let this cup be passed. He's agonizing over what he's going to face in his passion and in his death. So he's asking to be spared, but he adds this, this prayer to his prayer. Not my will, but yours be done. And it's clear Jesus expresses in the garden that he wants to be spared the pain and agony, but he's also completely focused on the Father and the Father's relationship with him as well as all of creation. Earlier this week, we celebrated two key church feasts, the exaltation of the cross and Our Lady of Sorrows. Together, we celebrate those days as a kind of mid-year reminder about the supreme sacrifice of Jesus and his mother's participation in it. And it's not so much about being overly morbid or sorrowful, but to recognize that God's plan for the world is likely not something we can comprehend immediately, but it is something that can be accessible to us if only we desire to see, in a manner of speaking, with God's eyes. And think about it. We can all expect a certain amount of failure and defeat and suffering in this life, whether we have an earthly view or a heavenly one. And certainly, God did not spare his own son, nor his mother, so we shouldn't expect it either. But the wisdom, or the worldview, that St. James is talking about isn't designed to help us escape from this world or to be immune from its effects, but to be used and exercised in concert with God in a healthy life of interaction with the day-to-day -day affairs of this world. So today, maybe a little homework assignment that, that Father Dave might have given would be this. Ask God for the grace to see the world as he sees it, to give you the vision to deal with the world as he would have you do it.
And one final note. I did finally get to go to Disneyland many, many years later when I went with my own family, and it was a, it was a fantastic trip. But I was quite grateful that I hadn't gone the first time, as it's likely that Disneyland would have banned me for life. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.